Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and we got a really special podcast for you today because we are going to talk about the types of projects that you make on a CNC machine that sell the best. And so I've got my partner, Bill, on the line as usual. <laughs> and uh, I, I, Bill, I actually talk like this is my podcast. I mean, this is our podcast. You know, we, we did this together. But Bill, take a minute, say hi. And uh, yeah. Hey, yeah, no problem. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Depending on where you are, I am in sunny Canada. It's actually snowing today. So let's see, hopefully, if that... Uh, that goes away soon. I'm ready. I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for some sun and some some grass. Enough for the snow. <laughs> so you said it's snowing up there today. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't checked the weather, so I'm not sure how much. Uh, uh, if you look out the window, you can always tell the weather, right? <laughs> pretty. <laughs> you, you pretty, pretty much just place. gave us a weather report. It's snowing out. Yeah, of course, snowing. I'm down in Indiana, and it's uh, a nice sunny day. You know, we're heading into March and and getting some of the warm touch today. Of course, that's going to uh, go for a few days give people just enough time to get used to being outdoors and it'll get cold again and cabin fever will set in and everybody will get irritated and cranky and you know wish wish the world yeah, was there. yeah yeah but we're close well there is one guarantee when it's cold out it'll eventually get warm out right that's true hopefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah we uh we were talking and we thought uh based on our last podcast that it was time to talk about the different kinds of products that that sell that people from home that make uh, have cnc machines whether it's 3d printers or laser etchers cutters plasma cutters cnc routers we're going to touch base on the types of things that people tend to buy and we'll talk about what they don't buy, why they don't buy it from us. I think that's pretty easy to say, though, wouldn't you say, Bill? You know, if you go to Walmart or any other store and there's a similar product out there, it's generic. It's not something you as a CNC or want to be making. What's your thought, Bill? No, I mean, you don't really want to compete with uh, any of those stores, Walmart, Michaels, any of those larger stores that are pumping things out. Uh, there's no point. And it, it might be something that is cool that everybody wants, but it's those uh, race to the bottom products that uh, you don't need to get into. And the other the other thing is is to to make something similar, but put your own spin on it, uh, something that can't be duplicated at the big stores. Yeah, yeah. Or you take the big store stuff and you can modify it just a tad. Um, you know what? Those someone uh, I yeah. remember on a Facebook group, someone was buying cutting boards from the dollar store for four bucks it's gonna say that and and, and would uh, carve on it personalization and sell them for forty dollars yep. yeah the, the, i've done it go ahead i've done it okay and you know the Just interesting the test yeah yeah the interesting thing is is i think some people might say well that's not morally right well you know the, this this is business and you're People are paying for personalization. There's a huge difference. It, it's a, a great indicator how big personalization changes the value of something. There's good value in that. And people can say it's not morally right because you buy a $4 cutting board. But if I had to make a cutting board, which I've done before, to sell to somebody, uh, there's a lot of time and money involved in that. 
And for me, the last cutting board I did like that was, I think it was a hundred dollars I charged them. So not everybody wants to spend a hundred dollars, but if you can still make the same amount of money for your time and effort buying a $4 cutting board, turning around and selling it for 40 or 50, then you're making money. The customer's getting what they wanted at a lower, a lower price point. So it's a win-win really. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, one of the things that is probably a good way to start this off is words, right? You know, that when people make CNC projects, 99, I would say 99% of the projects that people buy are personalized with words. And I would stop, start at the bird's eye view where if you walk around your own home and look at things that are hanging on your wall that have words on them, and you'll find that that words are something that adds a sense of emotion to any type of project. Now, when it comes to words, what are the words that jump out at you, Bill, when, when you think words that sell? Or why words sell? Well, I mean, it's the same. It's funny because I don't even think of words more than I think of fonts. Um, just the popular scripty fonts that are coming. Because really, you could a lot of the, the popular words like family, gather, home, you know, things like that. I find as soon as you see those in the, the popular scripty fonts, you know, they get even more appealing. Yeah. Yeah. What, why do you think that is? It's just the trend. It seems like the popular thing to do. I'm not, I'm not really sure. Yeah, well, I would say that you can have a, a boxy kind of font that says home. And so the word home itself has, has a personal expression to it. And then you add some elegance to it by putting script in it or some um, nice little swirls around it. And it has this expression of, of more care, value, um, elegance. It, it, I don't know. It, it's kind of hard to say, but I, I know it's a psychological thing. That it, well, it, I, th I think a lot of it could be pride too, right? right? People are putting these up in their houses, their living rooms, their dining rooms. It's a sense of pride. It's a sense of, you know, family. It, it's making your home your home. And, and, and that's what a lot of this is. Yeah. And then there's the decorative value. Right. If you add right. if you add decorative to it, then it just adds a sense of elegance to the whole environment. So it's an ambiance thing, I would I would say. Some of the words that I have studied, I've got uh, actually a list of fifty, the top fifty words that sell. I did a lot of research on that, and that's actually available off my website, idcwoodcraft.com. Of course, I don't just hand it out for free. People have to sign up to get that. Um, but the top 50 words that sell. You know what the number one selling word is, Bill? Take a guess. Turtle. 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 Uh, you, how did you get that? Man. And it just, yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> I thought, I, man, okay. Well, the word is, drum roll please, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> People put it on the front of their houses all the time. Of course, Bill, what do you think would happen if you saw a house with a welcome sign and you decided to walk in because it said welcome? 
<laughs> probably, probably depends where you are. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, if you tried a city and did that, it might be a little testy and you might find the word welcome doesn't quite mean what they meant. <laughs> Who knows? But um, I'll give you a quick funny story. We just moved into a new house. Yeah. And uh, there's neighbors next door and they have three kids. We have three kids. The kids play all the time. Anyway, the people that lived here before kids as well, and they were quite close with the neighbors. So we were here literally a week before the kids started playing. And one of the kids next door just walks into our house because he's used to like, we just, they're not that old. So they don't really know the difference, but it's odd to just be sitting on your couch and have a sort of complete stranger just walk right in. He'll just walk in and start petting the dogs. I'm like, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, we, that's the meaning of welcome. Yeah, it, it really is. There were, um, as we were growing up as kids, uh, one of the traits that I always admired about my parents was they did have a very welcoming home and they accepted all of our friends. And basically, the friends could, the ones that they knew could pretty much just walk in and that's just the way it worked you know i, I think when you, you lose that that a little bit but you know I, I i do find that people who get creative with cnc machines are obviously more welcoming than others because i think they have that creative flow and they like to mix with people who have a creative uh, energy to them as well so um yeah but anyway <laughs> number welcome is the number one word that sells and then we start stepping into love and family. Um, I don't remember the, on the list. I should probably pull that up to pick out the top five. But names are a big one, too. And you know, Bill, you can attest to that to one of your recent projects. I was just going to say, like, the easy and easy way into CNC is something that I started off doing is just simple words and names just out of a straight material like MDF. MDF cuts easy. Um, a cursive font or just a, a straight font. Somebody wants the word family for their dining room. You just cut it out. That's the, one of the easiest things that you can do to get started. Right. Yeah. And what if you took it and you just stacked on top of that? So it says Smith family, right? Then that now, yeah. now, now it's even more personalized. Oh, I might have to make one of those just, just to see what happens and uh, put it out there. I've got a restaurant down the street. It's actually my favorite restaurant. It's called bad apple max. And nice. yeah, yeah. It's uh, the lady that owns it. Don't tell anybody, but I've been chasing her for about two years now. Um, <laughs> but uh, and she, you know, she does all the cooking and she has artsy stuff hanging up there. So I'll have to put something up there, uh, out there that that's, something like that and then put a sign you know that that can personalize that and she's she's open to doing that because of course she gets a cut of the deal right yeah well any business is good business yeah 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 what other kinds of words do you think are big ones well i mean we touch on words but i mean the names i find popular in my ears the baby names yeah, so, I mean, I guess that counts as a word, but above cribs for nurseries, stuff like that. Um, that's you huge. Could, you could make those all day. Yeah, that's, you that's huge. All day. Absolutely. You take a kid's kid's name, a baby name, and you, you give it the fun flavor to it. So now you're getting into, you know, kooky fonts, right? 
but you don't have to. You can, you can do it with straight fonts and yeah, paint it blue, baby blue or baby pink, and and you're set to go. Yeah. I might have to do a couple of those. Yeah, and actually, from on Facebook. I had somebody today, somebody today ask about one. They wanted a capital letter with uh, the child's name in the middle. Um, okay. And what I normally do is I'll actually send, I'll send them to a website to choose their own fonts. Uh, and then I'll let them know if it's possible or not. But like, I've got, I've got 2000 fonts on my computer and it, it I find it too consuming, time consuming for me to go through and pick fonts. I'd rather let the customer do it. I do have some fonts that I fall back on, but a lot of the time, if I spend a half an hour to send somebody three or four different fonts and they say, ah, oh, I don't like those. I just wasted a half an hour. So I find it easier just to shoot people off to a website. Yeah. You know what? That's brilliant. I hate looking for fonts. The more you get, the more tedious it gets. And yeah, <laughs> but you know what? It's not, it's the fonts help, but they're not necessary. Right. And if somebody yeah. wants a font, then Bill just gave you the tip. Don't chase down the fonts. Let the customer tell you what font they want. Some sometimes you have to buy a lot of people buy the fonts. Yeah, I don't. That's that's uh, yeah. I mean, I've had people that want a specific font, yep. and I'll I'll say you know basically this is a paid font. I'll have to pay for it. Um, but I was going to say that some people picking a font is part of the customization. They want to be able to say I picked that font that was made just for me. So that, right. that's one thing to keep in mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that. there's something there. Um, going back into a little different direction, it's kind of touching on what we talked about last time, is the customer is on a journey to get what they want. And if you can understand that and allow them to go on this font journey, that font is expressive of, of something they're trying to feel then uh, you know, don't rule out that you can't do a font because you don't have it on your computer. Uh, ask the customer, let them define what they want. And yeah. that, that adds value to the sale as well. Okay, so words are a big one when, when uh, again, the top selling words that's available through my website, idcwoodcraft.com. And by the way, Bill has a website too. Uh, he sells CNC router bits in Canada and he is rapidly expanding his his bit base. So I, I want to say you have got to see this compression bit that he is uh, just getting ready to market now. This thing, oh my God, that thing like flew through it like butter. What did you have that thing turned up to? You said 250 inches per minute? Yeah, it was uh, 250 inches per minute at 0.75 depth of cut. So it's yeah. three quarter inch plywood. Yeah, he sent me a little video of it. And it was bzz, 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 and then he reached out and picked up this piece of wood. It was like, oh my gosh. So you gotta check that out. Uh, yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna make a video with that. And if he doesn't, I'm gonna go up there and make a video of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about signs. Let's, let, let's expand the word thing. Um, yep. So, well, keep it in, keep it in mind. Everything that we sell, virtually everything has words on it. So it's what those words express that's re what's really important. Now, there's some stuff that sells that doesn't have any words, but it has feeling behind it. So that's what you want to keep in mind. Signs. So let's talk about signs. Well, I mean, we, we covered the baby signs. They're, you know, pretty, well, we covered, I guess, names, but there's, there's another market too. I mean, everyone's seen those circle names. Again, you're just adding a circle on 
and behind the the baby name. Those are pretty popular and easy to get into. So when you say uh, circle, another, what do you mean circle? I I don't know what to call them. You've probably seen them. They're just like a wall hanger that goes on nursery wall, and it, it's got a stylized circle that's been painted a color, and then the baby name on top of it with flowers or some other design element in it. Okay. You know, even uh, slogans, right? Little sign slogans, people. I saw one the other, the other day. It was funny as hell. It said, uh, don't worry. Uh, let's see if I can remember this. Stop telling us men to get the job done. Don't worry, it will get done. Maybe in six months, maybe <laughs> two years, but it'll get done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so that's the humorous type of signs. I didn't, I didn't relay that one verbatim but uh, was, you get the gist <laughs> oh, of it gotcha yeah but you got business yeah. signs too yeah so this, interior this, signage yeah this is your this is your <clears> forte <throat> why don't you throw some 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 feel this, in. well business signs see that it's a different topic for me because i take if a store came to me and said i'm opening up a new shop i want to put my logo above our reception desk i treat that differently than approaching somebody that wants a personalized sign for their kitchen. Uh, commercial signs, I normally charge way more than I would a personal sign. Do you think that's like a discussion to get into here? You know, this is for yep. for beginners, but just wanna, yeah, do you think? Well, that could be like a different, uh, you know, topic on a different podcast, just because a person or a, a commercial sign for an office, there's a different expectation almost. Um, if you're reproducing somebody's logo, that is for a business it's different than i'm making a custom sign for above a crib yeah yeah okay well different, different market we'll, different, we'll make that uh, a separate podcast that's a good one to be uh to talk a little bit more in detail about so and then it's a different it's a different structure of business like bill said it's a different expectation you're dealing with the customers in different ways uh you said something about inspirational stuff as well yeah, I mean, those are popular in my area. You get the inspirational saying. Um, it's what's popular around me is just a white background, black text with a wooden frame. Pretty really? basic, pretty easy. And yeah, a lot of people want their own saying. I don't make them in batches and then have them for sale. I always do custom, so a customer will see one that I've done say, hey, that looks great. Can you do it? But it says blah, blah, blah. Yep, sure, no problem. Here you go. Right. Okay. Yeah, I haven't done that. But that sounds sounds almost cookie cutter with the, you know, you've already got the basic sign built and designed. You already know what to do. Now all you got to do is just design in, the, in the, the slogan, cut it out, do your finish work, and you're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, you could have the blanks pre-made. You could do it a couple ways you could have a piece of white painted plywood you could carve the letters into the plywood and then paint the letters or you could cut the letters out separately and glue them on top so there's a different a couple different ways to approach that right right i tend to like those the ones like that they have a little bit of a 3d effect one of the things i see yeah. a huge trend on that people seem to make are mm -hmm. flags now I see American flags all the time, and I don't really see a lot of people making flags that are, you know, other countries. But is, is flag a, a, a flag a good patriotic symbol up in Canada to be making too? 
I don't nearly see as many Canadian flags as I do American flags. I've seen the odd one here and there in the different pages, but uh, it's probably 20 to one right. in American flags. Right. So here's, here's what I know about something like this and why it's such a huge, um, why people like it so much because at least in the United States is a, a strong patriotic feeling. And with that, the flag is the expression of patriotism. So it has an emotional value right off the bat. And then you add a second layer of that emotional value where you can add an emblem to it, such as fire, police, military. And so there's, there's two layers of emotional, uh, there's two aspects that people like because you personalized something that's important to them and something they've been involved in and it's got a brotherhood or a sisterhood to it and then well, you throw a name on it and so i see people selling this stuff all the time you know, well there's people i've seen people that that's that's what they do yeah i mean that's their main cnc almost full-time job is producing flags yeah, I actually have thought about getting into flag making. I, this, I'm kind of going down two avenues. One is uh, teaching the entrepreneur, and then the other is uh, the CNC beginner. And I, I don't know. You know sometimes it, they, they cross over in ways that they conflict with each other. Uh, but I don't get to make stuff as much as I like, wish I could because of that, yeah. because I'm pretty busy on this end but flag seems like a really good spot to get into now what i would say is look at what other people are making in flags and how can you make your flags even uh, a little bit different than everybody else makes and you might come in with a good angle on that so yeah flags is just a patriotic symbol anything that expresses patriotism or brotherhood is going to be a good product to create and sell with a cnc machine and then you get into seasonal Yes, very popular. Yeah, of course, it's seasonal, right? Yeah. The, the thing with seasonal is you, you want to prepare early. What I found last in the last Christmas holiday, I had a product and I got it out there and I got it out just after Thanksgiving, which by that time, people are kind of, the, they're getting to the tail end of the decorating and buying stuff. So you want to be out at least a month beforehand in whatever platforms you're selling your stuff on. Yeah, so some of the seasonal stuff, Christmas, and Bill, Bill said Father's Day, Mother's Day, I have never sold during that time or, or attempted to hit that market. So talk about the Father's Day, Mother's Day market. Uh, for me, it was, it's was it been quite quite busy. Um, last year for Father's Day, I came out with uh, barbecue scrapers. So I would make my own barbecue scraper and then I would personalize it with whatever the customer wanted. If they just wanted a name, if they wanted a, you know, a small saying or, you know, whatever they called their father, they wanted Poppy on it or grandpa or world's best chef or whatever. And I must've sold 50 of those. And what I did is I also made cutting boards. So then I offered a bundle scraper and a cutting board and I managed to upsell a few people and, and sell some cutting boards. Hmm, popular and yeah. luckily i i had to actually cut off orders um about a week before father's day just to, to make sure i could get everything out wow when did that market start to pick up like when when father's day is starting to approach 
when, when should somebody be out there and ready to get their product out, uh, start making it and selling it? I mean, really, you want to be a month or two in advance, depending on what season it is. Christmas, you want to be way out there. Yeah. Um, but Father's Day, Mother's Day, people normally start looking a month or two. Um, and sometimes if you, some people aren't even looking, but if you put that notion out there, people will think in their mind, oh crap, Mother's Day is it's coming up. I should think, look at this, this is great. I'm gonna get that, then it's done with. I don't have to worry about it. Right, that's such a beautiful point. We don't think about it as as customers, as people out there until the uh, a week beforehand. So if you as a CNCer can get the reminder out in front of people early on, like Bill said, a month for Father's Day and Mother's Day, they can start thinking ahead of time and start planning on their on their gift, and uh, you, you know you're you're the go-to person. With Christmas, you want to have your stuff out in the market by September. Don't be afraid to be Walmart. <laughs> Another reason to do that: uh, get that product out there. And you only have to say you come up with one thing. Say the barbecue scrapers. So say you you're you're advertising your barbecue scrapers, and somebody might see that. A month in advance they might not want a barbecue scraper but they can see that hey you're doing things you're doing custom things they'll contact you message or whatever and they'll ask you hey i see you're doing this but can you do this and they'll send you another idea and all of a sudden now you've got your product that you're selling but then you've got some custom products that you're you're making for other people so yeah. it's a good way to advertise without advertising yeah absolutely but organic is, is the way that most people get started. And I, I'll reiterate this. I say this all the time. When you're making stuff, get it on Facebook and let people see it. it it's, you're usually going to start off in the personal, uh, your friends and family and uh, people that are friends with you on Facebook. They're going to start to see that. And if you can deliver to them, then you got it. Uh, I actually... I started to do glass engravings, right, with the with the router. I used the WidgetWorks diamond engraving tool, the drag bit, and I just love doing. It. That's my favorite thing to do on a CNC router. You can engrave on glass, on cast acrylic, and I put that on Facebook, and somebody saw that and that has a side business, and they said, "Can you do brass plates?" Well, yeah. So the thing is, is they're not quite ready, but they know that I can do it. And my job is to keep putting stuff out on my personal feed so that they keep getting reminded that I'm doing this stuff and they will eventually come around. But yep. you also, you know, if somebody approaches you, don't be afraid to go back to them a little bit later and say, hey, man, I just, uh, you said this, but is there something that I can do with you? You know, it's part of business is being a little bit of assertive as well. So holidays, uh, Valentine's Day is another one, but you you have to kind of be Johnny on the spot because it's trailing Christmas. People are kind of exhausted through January. They're not really thinking about it. And then when February hits, it's like, oh, crap, Valentine's Day is coming, and I've got somebody I have to impress. Otherwise, they're going to be mad at me. So that's more of a short order yeah. type of thing, but you do want to be ready with some kind of baseline Valentine's Day stuff. However, uh, in all this, you don't want to spread yourself too thin with all kinds of products. You, you want to find the niche area that, that seems to move your stuff and be patient with it, getting it out there. Uh, sports. What about sports? I haven't touched too many. Uh, I know there's people in my area that do a lot of sports. I've done 
local sports teams, like the local hockey teams, stuff like that. But that's not something that I've, I've done a lot on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So but he's not sports. Very locals. popular. Yeah. Yeah. Very popular. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, one of the things with sports is when it comes to the professional leagues, they are very productive, protective over their, their stuff. I see a lot of people making that stuff. Now, I think a lot of people are afraid, oh my gosh, they're going to sue me. No, they're going to give you a cease and desist letter. As a small-time CNCer, they're not going to chase you down. It costs a lot more money to do that. However, you know, I've known people, they just make stuff on the side for people. And uh, But yeah. if you want to stay away from that kind of stuff, then local sports. Well, you just, I mean, you've got to be, it's frowned upon, but you've got to be smart about it. You don't oh, yeah. start producing every sports logo team and then start putting them on eBay and Etsy. That's that's going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Locally, if somebody wants a sports logo with their name on it or, you know, whatever their favorite player's number underneath it. Or as a gift for somebody else, you're not violating anything. So. Yeah, it's a gift and they're, they're paying you for your time. Right, right. Um, but when it comes to the smaller teams, the uh, high school teams that Bill just got finished making metal hangers for is uh, for some team. So the awards that they get, uh, each one of these hangers is personalized with the player's name and it's got a hockey hockey player on it. Uh, and what, yes. do you have 14 of them? So, uh, yeah. yeah, there's 14 in total. Yeah, so that that's sports related. There's so much sports stuff out there. Get out there and do that. There's a down below me. There's a framing shop, and the guy that owns his name is Chip, and we we talk all the time. But he he just got finished making uh, what the heck did he make? It was a banners. He does some banner making too for a gymnasium for a team in in the gymnastics whatever it is. You know, it's commercial, but. Yeah. So sports is huge. Sports is huge. And then, you know, another one you said was monograms. That's something that you do. Yeah. That's popular in my area. I mean, that's, that's probably more popular than I would say flags. Well, I guess I wouldn't say that, but um, it's, uh, I'd probably sold 150 in the last year. And these are something you make on your router. You don't have a laser. So monograms, um, you can make on the lasers. You can, well, you can make any of this stuff on any CNC machine with your, with the own little twist and the, the specialty of the machine itself. So in, in monograms, uh, do you make big ones, little ones? What is keychains? Uh, my sizes, my sizes normally range from about twenty to I think I've gone up to thirty inches, which is a, the maximum of my CNC at home. Okay. So these um, get mounted and they're mainly, f- yep. I mean, I, I've made all different ones in the home or outside on their doors. Uh, consider it like a door, a type of door hanger kind of thing, but some people want wood to stain inside. Uh, some people want a finished product to hang in their front door. So it all changes. But most of them, when we say monogram, it's basically your last name or the family's last name with the capital of the first letters, normally what the monogram means okay so if their last name is smith it'd be a big s with the smith going through it or something like that um but this this just steps back into words names are a big one it's personalization so uh yeah just remember that <laughs> you can't go wrong yeah, with words popular. as long as you're smart about which words to do uh, to make and how to make them and where the unique specific words are being sold at 
your monograms do you post them on facebook as a private feed or is it yep okay okay no i put them in the um in the marketplace and that's where the majority of the sales come from okay and in a marketplace you have to give it like a topic don't you what kind of topic do you use for that oh i think it's home decor or something like that okay all right. So, so Bill's talking about a, a category. Yeah, he's talking about Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. yeah, that's something I'm just discovering now, and I have something on there, so I'm going to get more stuff on there as well. So yeah, we so we've talked about words, we talked about signs, uh, individual or inspirational slogans. Religion is one. You just want to be careful not to get generic with the religious stuff. It's I would say be personalized with that. Well, you want to be personalized with anything you make. And flags, seasonal, sports, and monograms. So one other thing we didn't uh, we didn't talk about either was uh, the 3D carvings. Uh, those can be quite popular too. Very time consuming, but they could be quite popular. Yeah, I have not done 3D or gotten into it or studied that market. But so, what's your what's your take on it? Honestly, I've done a little bit. Um, I just find it for me for the amount of time and effort that's involved the return is in here in my area i know people that will 3d carvings for three four hundred dollars i don't have that market here and for me to spend six seven eight hours to do a 3d carve and not make that type of return is just not worth it i do them as gifts mostly okay yeah 3d carves that's uh you definitely want to get your your money out of that because it does eat a lot of machine time and you've got more utility behind that like the electric that's being used and toolware and what have you what kind of products have you seen that would be good 3d car movers uh well even like you said like the religious one the last supper is popular but i see a lot of uh hunting and fishing ones outdoor scenes around here last name on the bottom of an outdoor scenery something like that Okay. Uh, what, what I was going to say, but the 3D carving is it, there's so much time involved. You can be six hours in, and if something goes wrong, you're basically, you're done. You're starting from scratch again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So are you talking more like the 2.5 relief type of carving? Yeah. Okay. Not like three-dimensional. Yeah. 3D would typically be on a rotary axis type of machine. Yeah. 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 yeah so, but... I have not seen a whole lot of 3D carves out there, but you can do that. Uh, I'm actually going to be getting into that this month and the rotary type of 3D carve. So that'll be interesting to, to see what becomes of that as well. So anyway, yeah, you've got a good idea of the types of products you can sell. The wrap up I would say is, Go out and study these various things and see what is actually moving. When you look on Facebook groups, Facebook groups that talk about CNC machines where they're, you know, they're sharing their stuff, don't go there. You know, that's where people are just showing stuff off. You want to go out in the marketplace and see what seems to be moving. Etsy is kind of a good baseline for that. Um, I'll have to come up with other places to do your research at. Uh, if I think of things, I'll put them down in the description down below of this podcast. And um, yeah, what's your tell you? What's your wrap up, Bill? Well, Etsy, Pinterest, basically anything that you can personalize is going to sell. Yeah, that's that's the basic. That the whole 
CNC, the entryway for products is personalization. Uh, some people, you know, use CNC to create, to manufacture a certain product and, you know, this is what they make and that's what they sell. But as soon as you personalize anything, you're going to find that your market is exponentially bigger. Yeah. And you know what, just as a, a final note, you don't have to be super detailed to be selling your product. You don't have to be an expert. Uh, there's some very basic stuff that sells. If it's personalized, then, um, yeah, your chances of selling it have gone up by 90%. Exactly. I mean, you could buy cheap pine at the big box store, cut square shapes with personalized image on the front, and you're done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go up to Lowe's, uh, the big box lumber stores like Lowe's and Home Depot, and they've got pre-cut signs. And all you need to do is buy them and just engrave something on it, and you've already got something. Mm -hmm. So that is, that makes your life even they a, lot, sell the, a lot easier. A lot easier. Well, they've got the the glued together uh, craft panels, right? So you don't yeah. have to worry about gluing and planing and smoothing stuff down. You can buy it pre-glued together. I think sixteen inches. It's just a pretty big sign. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there you go. You got all kinds of ideas. Then let your imagination soar, and just uh, hone in on certain products try not to go all over the place because that's confusing and it, it just becomes mentally intensive to try to keep up with everything instead of becoming good at a couple of things and well and the thing too is it, it's an ongoing process so for me this is my third year having cnc at home and every year i'll develop a product so last year i did the bread piece scrapers for father's day so right now I've already got that in the bag. So when Father's, Father's Day starts rolling around, I've already got photos. I've already got the knowledge on how to make that. I can just put that out there. I don't have to scramble and worry about, hey, what am I going to make this year? So it takes, it takes time. So don't feel like you're pressured to have to come up with all these products. You just, if you can make one or two decent products a year, then you have that in the bag for next year. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. A little side note, just be patient. You, I think a lot of people, when I see it, uh, they, where they, how, how can I make money with this thing? And, and it's going to take a little time like any business. You've got to build up your skill a bit. You've got to get the, the system down. And you have to be kind of prepared for when that market is going to be prepared to buy your product. Right. Okay. It's time. It's like, uh, you know, when you talk talk to an old farmer and you think, oh my God, they've, they've got so much experience. They've got, they've been doing this for so long. And then when you talk to him and he says, well, I've only done this 30 times because it's <laughs> farming for 30 years. Right. So it, it definitely takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about a wrap and um, yeah. So you can find Bill at, you can find him at uh, <laughs> W what the, uh, it's uh, cncbits.ca, right? Yeah, cnc.ca. Yeah, there, there'll be a link down below. And of course, my website is idcwoodcraft.com. That'll be down below. My YouTube channel, IDC Woodcraft, is also down below. Bill and I are also suppliers of router bits for the beginner CNCer. So you can go to either one of our websites, depending on this, the country that you're in. He's Canada, I'm US. And um, we are more than happy to give you good quality bits and 
a little bit more. Yep. And anyone uh, who's also in Canada, we've uh, also got the Canadian CNC page on Facebook. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I'm still working on my Facebook page. You know what? I'm not. A, I'm, I'm not that. Uh, what's the word? I'm one that I don't really like Facebook, but I just have to do it. You know, yep. <laughs> because it's, it's where people are hanging out at. That's where they buy. Where people it. are at. Exactly. Yep. What do you do? Yep. Okay, Bill. Why don't you check us out? Cool. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys have any questions, uh, please feel free to get in touch with either Garrett or myself. And I think soon we're going to have a, uh, a podcast just answering questions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yep. Yep. We got to do that one too. Yeah. The more they come in, the more, the longer we put it off, the more we'll have. So I mean, we'll, maybe next podcast we'll answer a few questions. Right. Right. Some. And don't be afraid to email us to, with, with questions so we can answer your questions. Okay. Well, we're checking Perfect. out. Perfect. All right. Thanks Bye. a lot, everyone. Yep. Goodbye, everybody.